know, he doesn't want to cut a pound. His body won't let him cut a pound. Well, then you better win the tournament, okay? That's BS. That's bull crap. He's got some, he's got some big balls, man. You zip your lip, you shut your mouth, and you open your ears. That's how you win. That's how you get better. Win, you live, lose, you die. Season two of Backpoints Podcast is here. I'm your host, Tim Foley, and I'm with no other than Brian Muir, Chicago Studios. Chicago Studios. How you doing, Brian? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Welcome back. We were talking about this before, but it's kind of nice to have a season two. It kind of makes us feel like we're a little bit more established. We've made it. You know, they, they brought us back for season two. <laughs> There was a a moment there where we didn't know for sure. Didn't quite understand what our future was going to be, but we decided to come back for season two. We did it. Took a long break. What happened during the break? Uh, I grew a lot of hair. (laughs) (laughs) And I've shaved about ten strokes off my my golf game. Your hair is, uh, yeah, it's certainly awful to look at. It's really terrible. I was watching you. It feels good, though. Yeah. No, I watched you a couple days ago when you were rolling. Hair's getting sweaty. People are like batting it away from their own eyes. That's yeah. when you know you become annoying. When I'm when I'm on my feet, uh, as we as we wrestled the other day, you're trying to fake shots at me, and I can't even see the shots because my my hair's in my eye. Couldn't see so, the shots because that's how fast I am. That's why you couldn't see the shots. Fake headlock to an inside trip to the right side. Remember that, kids. Write that down. So we got a big uh, we got a big podcast. We can talk a lot about a lot of things. I think we're gonna hold off on the whole Save Olympic Wrestling recap for a moment unless we kind of like wind into it but today's a big day and the reason we're releasing our first podcast on october the 8th of season two season two kind of like homeland coming back it's kind of how how important it is i may have already mentioned that but the reason we're doing it today is because we have the rankings coming out the intermat rankings which i know i'm a homer for my my own guys but consistently very good very good very good rankings we have team rankings and we have individual rankings so we'll save the team for later but we're going to hop right into it and anybody who's following along at home feel free to print out the print out your sheets and we're going to go through each weight class we're going to talk a little bit about the wrestlers that we like the wrestlers we don't like not that we don't like them but just the ones that we don't uh think are going to materialize this season and uh That'll be it. That'll be that. So we'll start with 125. We got returning uh, national champion Jesse Delgado, returning runner-up Nico Megalutis, and Nashon Garrett. Corey Clark coming in as a freshman. He of course has the win over Jesse Delgado, and at number four, and Gerard Patterson of Oklahoma coming in at number five. Brian, you look at this. What do you think? <clears throat> uh, well, I think the first three. You got to go. Obviously, Delgado, returning champ, Megalutis. They've had some battles um, over the past two years. I believe Delgado's probably got a slight edge, three to two, or something like that. Um, I think. Actually, it might be the other way around. Megalutis might have a slight edge, but Delgado won one account last year. He's got to be your top ranked guy at 125. Megalutis number two, and then uh, Nashon Garrett is right there as well. The guy I don't think belongs in the top five yet is Corey Clark. Well, I don't think they normally put freshmen in the top five. I know we don't, but I think one of the things that sort of changed that this year was the fact that Corey has that win over Delgado. Yep. He's got that close match with... He's kind of got the uh, he's kind of got the Matt Brown thing coming in that he had a few huge wins in his redshirt year, but right. I think you got to do it in, in season form um, before you get ranked that high. So you, you're telling me as a better... Then you're saying you'd slide everybody up, put Gerard Patterson at number four, Tyler Clock, Tyler Cox at number five. So you're going to say that you would take – let's just bump him down. So where would you put him? I would bump him – I would bump him below Kreiser is where I would put him. You think you're going to put money on Nathan Kreiser over Corey Clark? Uh, that's a different question. But No, that's the question because we're talking about rankings. I think where he belongs – um, I don't know. I haven't seen him really wrestle yet. So I think coming in, coming in as a freshman, I think it's tough to top five or top four where they got him. 
<laughs> Office is falling apart. Uh, I'm going to go with Nash and Garrett to win the national championship. What say you, sir? I'm going to stick with Delgado. I think I think he's uh, he's got two more ahead of him. I like this whole idea, though, the, the Cornell lightweight maturation process. It's so fast. He's only a, he was a freshman last year. He was a freshman. Set the world freshman on fire, player, right? I guess he's he's, obviously a he's just as dynamic. I think he's just as dynamic as Megalutis in his shot defense. I think he's just as quick with his attacks, if not quicker than Delgado, and he's as creative as Delgado. Delgado's really quick. So who's got I a think, better Who's got a better room? Ah, uh, it's close. It's close. Who you got to figure that. Who's Garrett got around him in the room at 133? I'd say Illinois maybe has a better room around Delgado. He's got Jeremy Hunter to work out with. Um, He's got that Zane Richards kid who's a big freshman coming in. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe he does have a little bit better of a room, but I don't know. I just like it. I'm going to call it early. My upset number pick. All right. And you're taking Delgado. I'm going to stick with Delgado. Right. I think Delgado gets three. Every bet is $100? $100. $100. You heard that, podcasters. Write it down. Write it down. Take a picture. I don't give a hell. 133. Uh, 133. Ramos graph. 133 is going to be interesting. You got kind of top heavy. Uh, Ramos obviously is a big favorite. But let's not forget, he did have two pretty close matches with graph last year that came right down to the end. Wasn't he getting whipped in one of them? He was losing in the semis. I think he was losing by one in the semis, and that oh, okay. was kind of a questionable call that didn't go. Uh, it wasn't the one where someone climbed back against Graf. He remember the duel me. Graf opened up the big lead, right, and then Ramos climbed back. I don't think so. No, I don't think they wrestled until Big Ten. And I think Graf was winning, and then huh. Ramos possible. got a takedown at the end, and then semis again. Graf was winning, and Ramos got a takedown right at the end. I want to back that up. That previous comment about. Uh, Nation Garrett, he's got Mark Gray in the room too. He does have Mark Gray. And Mike Gray. And Mike Gray. He's <laughs> things are things are looking good as far as that's concerned. So if you're if you're a firm believer in the Grays, then you, you, this would be your guy. that would be your guy. No, there's a lot of uh I mean I think Ramos is obviously gonna be the, the heavy favorite. He's gonna have a lot to push out against Graf. I Mango coming off that major two time all American stud. Um Thirty-three in general. I think you're going to see after kind of the top two guys, you're going to see almost like a seventy-four, one seventy-four situation from last year. You think that's these true? These guys could be really close. Yeah, you got look at even further down. You got some freshmen coming in with Gray and Gulliban. Gulliban's four-time state champ from Pennsylvania. He's going to be ready to go. You got DiCamillo was was had a great season last year. Coming back as a sophomore, um, right in the hunt at NCAA's to All-American. Joey Cologne is coming back. John Morrison from Okie State had a, had a great Cologne was, uh, he sat out last year, right? He was suspended? He was, yeah. Yeah, he's suspended for, I think he got a few matches in early and that was it. I still like the idea. Yeah, I like what you're saying. I don't think Dave Ravis is going to get beat. I like his attitude. You think he goes undefeated? I'll take that. I, actually, we can get to the picks. I'm going to take Graf to win it. Graf Cedar to win year? it? Yeah. Hundred dollars, hundred bucks on that. Sold. I mean, obviously, my pick is Rainbow. So if it's neither of them, then nothing's going to happen. Right. I like how we got a lot richer with our betting this season. <laughs> like right off we the bat, jumped it right up. <laughs> last year was like, I don't know if I want to go ten dollars. Here's a hundred. <laughs> well, the last time uh, I think the last podcast we had, I was coming off of big loss in Vegas, which I did make a return to Vegas and and get my some of my losses back. So. I got a little money to play with earlier. Yeah, you got you got to pull up. Our studios are still under construction, falling apart. We have uh, the only other thing I would say though is it's kind of interesting that now with Pittsburgh in the ACC, yep. and Maryland in the ACC for its final year, it's going to be one hell of a one hell of a uh, 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 conference. Tournament. Yeah, absolutely, huge conference. I mean, this way it's obviously it's a little bit lower, but you know you have Virginia, Maryland, and, and as I mentioned before, Pittsburgh all in that way. Virginia's got a good team coming back. North Carolina, a lot of people really excited about the team they got coming back. Thirty-three, forty-one, both tough. And twenty-five. They and twenty-five. Their, their first three are really tough, so they could get uh, they could potentially get three All-Americans there. 
Wait, North Carolina at 33? No. You're right. Looking at 41. 41. Well, two out of the first. 25 from 41. All right, so then we bump it up to 141. Obviously, the leader here by the number one with the bullets, Logan Stever, going for his third national title. Yep. Second weight class, he's going to face at the rounding out the top fives Mitchell Port, Devin Carter, Mike Nevinger, and Evan Henderson, previously mentioned. Henderson was All American last year, but he lost. No. Who lost to. No, Chrysler lost to uh, a high schooler. Why can't I remember his name? Oh, Aaron Pico. Aaron Pico. Put it put it on Chrysler uh, a little bit. Yeah. But I think he. Chrysler seemed like he was wrestling up. I think it was at like 130. It was not. Yeah, it, it was 130. It wasn't like that. Yeah. So he, he wasn't cutting weight. But. So here we got Stever. I don't see where. I mean, I think his big opponent this year is going to be Devin Carter. Devin Carter is a I house. would agree with you. Devin he Carter is. He's coming in strong. They've had some matches in the past. Um, I don't think Carter's ever beaten him, but he's gotten close. Carter does have a win over Ramos. Carter is, is so big. He's. He's he was big at 33, a whole year yeah. off, 41. He had some big wins in uh, on the freestyle circuit. He won NYC. Yeah, he won a big tournament. I feel like he's like the largest human to ever fit in a 133-pound body. <laughs> he could be. And you think about him at 141, what's interesting is he is only a junior. I always think of him as a senior, but if he and Stever keep this up this year, they could go 1-2 either which way. You know it's going to come back next season, same thing. Yep. Yep, you got him coming back. If you scroll down to, however we say this, Jesse Tielke. Tielke? Tielke. Tielke. Um, Let's just do that. T-L-K. He's Tielke. obviously a stud coming in. He's a freshman. Huge upper body stuff. I don't know. I, I mean, he had big throws against the Greek and against um, somebody else that he wrestled when he was, uh, maybe the Hungarian, when he was in Hungary. He looked awesome. But again, it's Greco. I mean, I don't know if. He's, yeah, you know, who knows how well that translates? But I think he's, you know, he's obviously got some, some big accolades in his classic as well. He wrestled in Midlands last year, I believe, didn't he? And he lost, he lost close to uh, to one of the top guys. Dutton, All American from Lehigh, right? Transferred to Michigan. Not sure if he was an All American or not, but he was definitely a qualifier for Lehigh. He was out there, yeah. I don't think he All American. Durso, uh, who got screwed last season, I think he got screwed. He's a junior coming back. He's in, he's in the seventh spot. I like him there. Dardanes, obviously, he's a serviceable guy. He's going to be a three time All American when he when he graduates. He's going to be a junior this year. Um, but then you look all the way down. Nick Lester from Oklahoma. He's an All American from two seasons ago. How about Oklahoma's team in general this year? Oklahoma's my number two pick. We'll get there in a minute. But yeah, that's a tough. That's an awesome weight class. Even so, even scroll down further to Josh Jeva, I believe it's pronounced from Iowa. He. Uh, Big time recruit out of Penn. How did you respond to that? Jeva, J E V A, is I believe how it's pronounced. It's not Dewisiak. <laughs> <laughs> it's Jiwa. 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 Uh, we'll we'll get confirmation on that later. But Josh, ring us up. Let us know. <laughs> give us know how we uh, give us the pronunciation. How we roll key. that out of our. We'd love our to see the pronunciation here. key. I I do think it's Jeva. I'm gonna stick with that. Is Joey uh, Laser the best name in wrestling? Right now, off the top of my head, Joey Laser. It's pretty great. An ultimate. What's this thing called? The I feel like there's another one out there. American Gladiator. Um, well, now that Kilgore's gone, maybe so. Kilgore. Kilgore's tough. Mike Nevinger's good again, but I don't think he's going to challenge anything. I think it's going to be Steber and Carter coming down at the end. I agree. I'd Why agree. Mitchell Port's number two? I'd have to talk to talk to the recruit, the rankings fellows. Maybe well, he's a higher Port national was, finish. Uh, Mitchell Port was a so runner up last year. Yeah, I'm saying he's a higher finish. Yeah, I think you got to put him at two just for his tourney. His tourney last year. But I'm taking Devin Carter. Oh, by the way, to win the national championship. No, no, no. To win the national championship, I'm taking Stever. So we're on the same page. I'm going to go Stever. Same, same? Yeah. Same, same. A little different? Step on the ledge here. Okay. So this 149 weight class. Now, by the way, we should also mention that the All-Star Classic, everybody's wondering, like, oh, Stever and Maple are going to go at it all year like Dick and Taylor did. No, they won't. Stever is coming up, or he's just on his way down probably to 41, and he is going to wrestle Maple at the All-Star Classic. And just editor's note, wow, All-Star Classic is ridiculous this season. Absolutely ridiculous. It seemed like the whole uh, Dake Taylor thing lit a fire on some, some people, and they're stepping out of their weights. We've got a few out-of-weight matchups that are going to be awesome. But aren't we, like, in general, just seeing people I embrace the idea that the competition is fun? 
I mean, think about this. When yeah. we were in school, like in 2000, like people were like, oh, I don't want to wrestle me. I don't want to get him to learn me. Now it's like, you know what? Beat me. Beat me if you can. Let's, let's do I this think we have. I think we have Dake to thank for that. I think Taylor, know? too. Taylor, Taylor as well. Yeah, he didn't, it's not like he ran from him, but. They're both you know, funsies. Dake. You know, they both want to have fun with the, with the wrestling. I, I think it's interesting. I think it's a really interesting development. So because that's... you see it, too, now with the Aegon and all these other, you know. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. All those guys. That stuff later, but. Mm-hmm. You do have mm-hmm. some guys stepping out of their weight that you didn't necessarily, like, you don't see as much record protecting as you used to, you know? Right. I think cause maybe because of the RPI, the quality of wins is helping out. Obviously, that's not going to do anything for the All-Star Classic. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I think it does sort of influence you. Like, I think they just saw the excitement around it, you know, yeah. like what it does for the sport. It's good publicity for the people who are involved in school. Good publicity for those, those guys in the matches. Good publicity for the sport in general. And Congrats to George Mason. They're doing a good job. Joe Russell is obviously great coach from Minnesota. He's been at, at uh, George Mason now. I think this is his third season. And maybe it might only be his second. But his third season, and he's doing a great job. I mean, his wrestlers are going to come around and get there at some point. But right now, this event's going to be huge. Patriot Center, Mirrors flying both of us out first class on United, so that's going to be great. We're all looking forward to that. We'll see if that's in the uh, back points budget. <laughs> see if that's the back points budget. Yeah. Um, so 49, Kendrick Mabel on top. Kid's a stud. Kid is a stud. Totally leading this Oklahoma squad, which, I mean, can threaten for the national championship. We'll yeah. get to this later, but this is a team that can threaten for the national championship. Scott Sakaguchi. You know, serviceable, good guy. <laughs> Parents like him. Gets a good GPA. <laughs> all American, all American kid from from out west. But I think there's Who a, doesn't I, like the name Sakaguchi. But I think there's a big drop off in talent. I think Maple is. I don't know if he's just that. Well, I think it just gets scattered in the middle there. I mean, I think Maple is obviously he looks like he's going to come in. And but who's like? There's Oliver. no defined number two. No, I agree. That's what I mean. I think I think you just you drop off, and I. Are we sure that Sufuan is going for Nebraska? Or we don't it? know, but we decided to. We, you know, I think Intermat. We decided to to rate him because yeah. he's the person who's established. He may end up taking his red shirt. Mm-hmm. I mean, if I'm okay, so if I'm the coach at Nebraska, yeah, I'm thinking I'm going to start Destin because I want him to get into the system. Right. Not start. Maybe there's another kid who's going to challenge, but I want him to. To yeah, I think he's been out. He's been at high school now for two years. Get him, get him into college. You know how it is. Often, we're not saying we're not saying Dustin. All things being equal, we're not saying McCauley's like this. But you and I have both been there. Sometimes these guys come in on the red shirts, come into the first year of college, and it's like free booze, you know, chasing women, doing all those different things, and they get totally sidetracked. Can derail oh, their goals. Can derail a good wrestler. So, so I the think freshman, they get him in the lineup. I think they do too. I, I think they should. I mean, I don't know how else they would do it. If James Green's going to stay at fifty-seven, then. What do you do? I don't know. I just don't know what they would do. But either which way, I think. So let's let's make regardless of who it is. It's they're still. I think they're both number four. Let's imagine they do throw him in there. Where do you put McCauley? Maybe he drives below Alton, mm-hmm. right in front of Sirius. But Sirius. he's he's also the type of guy that can come right out of the gate and give Maple all he can handle. He's a world beater. I don't think he's going to come near. Well, he, he's not going to come near Maple in my opinion. But what is my opinion for? A lot. Folks, <laughs> Kendrick Maple, 149, taking it away. I'm sure we're both going to take him. Uh, Sakaguchi, two from Oregon State, is a senior. Hoda Shell, Missouri, had a great season last year. He's going to come back for another two years, which is surprising. Uh, Suflon, junior, number four. Brissetta from Virginia Tech. Good Virginia he's like, Yeah, he's, he's that, that, that Virginia Tech thing is like this like monster build. I don't know who their weight and conditioning coach is, but... Yeah, I mean, look career. at Yates last year. Yates was a Yates world beater huge, in 65. Huge. Um, he had that little weird, like, stall turn, and I hate it. And also, by the way, if you're listening, I don't want to wrestle you, but this whole wrestling from your knees thing has got to get readjusted. If you wrestle from your knees and you decide to wrestle from your knees, I'm all for it. But if you wrestle from your knees and you're just reaching up because you're tall and lanky, that's blocking off offense. That's stalling. I'm just going to say that right now. That's, that's also a Dake move. Yeah, we can blame Dake. Dake blame blame Dake. We're, we're going to give him praise for getting all these matchups together. but Winning four titles, but you know what? You're ruining the sport. <laughs> Stay off your knees. Stay off your knees. Get off your knees. Get off your knees, ref. <laughs> uh, I will say the highest-ranked freshman currently is Jason Sears. And what do we know about him, Brian? Uh, well, we know a few things, Tim. We know that he is from Indiana, right down the road from us. We it's know true. that he has a brother that wrestled for Iowa. We know that he wrestles for Northwestern. And we also know that he had a two-point match last year against Maple. A three-point match. That's true. At, at Midland. At Midland. 7-9. Good match. In that range. In that range. In that area. There's, I just, 
Just total side. How about Andrew Alton? Does he come back with a gas tank <sighs> this year, or is the Alton experiment coming to an end? I think they just need to do more sprints, right? How can they be the know. only two who aren't like might in be mental? Shape? Might be mental. Could be pressure. Pressure is something that works on you a little bit. Luke Godel is not bad. He's I think he's nasty on top, but I could be wrong. Um, someone correct me on the mailbag comments if you can. Gus Seiko, our boy from Virginia. Yep. Working himself in there about fifteen range. And then uh yeah, but Sirius I think that's a guy who can who can be in the top five. Sirius and McCauley, I mean two I guess McCauley would come in as freshman, right? So two yeah. super I don't fresh. know if he got all his eligibility. He might be a sophomore. Possibly Maybe he's a freshman. I don't know. Don't have all the answers right now. Eric Ray Hollies, maybe this is it. Maybe I hope this it is. is. I really hope it is. Um, uh, I think we both take Maple there. Yeah. Okay. All right. One fifty-seven DSJ. Number one, Alex Derringer. Number two from Oklahoma State, sophomore Dylan Ness at third. James Green in fourth. Me. Mean. mean James Green. <laughs> mean James mean Green. Green. Number four, and then R.J. Pena. Like his name too. So we got Dylan Oregon Ness State. moving up. That's new to me. I didn't know that. Yeah. He was kind of a lot of weight last year. Oh, my God. Spartak Chino, Ohio, sophomore, best name in wrestling. Spartak Chino. Your, your laser guy's already out. Laser's number two now. All right. So one of the things that happened that's interesting at this weight is that Isaac Jordan, who had a good year as a uh, red shirt, is, he placed at Midlands. I think he got sixth. I'd have to double-check that. Placed at Midlands, tough wrestler coming in as a freshman – Ranked number seven in front of Kyle Bradley, who he owns a win over. Interesting. How about Taylor Walsh sneaking in? Indiana. Indiana via New Jersey. New Jersey. Camden Catholic. Camden Catholic. And also James Green via. Zach Niebert is an All American, right? He was an All American two years ago at 141. And now he's up two weights at 157. Yep, he can do some damage. And um, Brian Rilbuto from Cornell who's in the 15 Joey, range. Joey Napoli came in the fifth seed last year. I think he got upset early, but maybe he comes back with a, a little something to prove. It's possible. It's possible. What's the, uh, you know, I, I think this weight's pretty fun. I think it's going to be pretty nice. Great. I don't know if Derringer and Green met last year. I don't think they did. Um, but to jump ahead, I, I'm going to take me and James Green. I'm going to stick with New Jersey. I think he gets it done this year and next year. He's the fastest guy out there. Uh, he had good offseason. Hold on a second. Did you just take me and James Green to win the national title? I did, yeah. What in the hell? Somebody wrote me a funny but hateful email because I didn't choose Derek St. John. Oh, yeah? Yeah, do you, do you, why are you not taking Derek St. John? I didn't take him last year. I'm don't not think taking he's done well up in his first three seasons? He's done well. I mean, you didn't take me either. Did you? No, I took Derringer. All right. I like uh, that. I like that. I like that. James pick. Green, got, he's got a win over him. He's got two really close matches with him. Didn't change. Actually, he's got two two wins over him. James Green lost to Jed Moore. He did, yeah. All-American. Good guy. Las Vegas. Ridden out, I believe. He had a massive amount of riding time. Massive. Uh, he's in the 15 range. Brian so Real Buto from Cornell, the freshman, is someone that uh, I mean Cole's always selling, but Cole was really selling those kids, saying he thinks he's one of his best freshmen, and really don't look, overlook him. You guys are gonna be shocked. I so. mean that Cornell room, it just seems like they're on pace with you know that. The There's no drop room. off. Yeah, they they're top five. They, they just they just put guys out every year that are ready to all American. So I wouldn't doubt that. Uh, Dylan Alton, Mother Alton come back. He's capable of beating anyone, really. Uh, again, we got that that gas tank, slight gas tank issue. And Dylan Ness. Dylan Ness is a stud that can just stick anyone at any point. So he's hopefully, he's, hopefully he's doing better with the weight. I, mean, I think last year was too tough, but there's Minnesota guys who listen to this. They can correct us. We're just getting the hang of it, you know? I think we've really warmed up. I, I think you're going to see... St. John, Derringer, Ness, Green, and Alton kind of separate themselves. Okay. From the rest. So as the season goes on. Five months. That's about hundred dollar bet though. What is that? Four? It's three. Three? Yeah. Right. Twenty five, thirty three, fifty seven. If anybody else wants to bet, 
let us know. I'll send you Brian Mears' email. He's going to book offline action. This is the federal government listening. It's just a joke. Um, okay, up to 65. <sighs> face of wrestling. Face of Penn State, the face of wrestling. The face of Penn State, the face of wrestling. And I got to be honest. Which are you, Blake? Oh, who's not? Who's I think not a big, big fan. fan. Yeah, I think he's just a likable guy. He's a likable guy. He's like the next door kid, you know? You go yeah. up next to him, all of a sudden he's 165 God, pounds, he's, he's ripping people's arms off. You know? Oh, man, he's such a stud. Who's beating him? Nobody. Nobody's beating him this year. So let's just talk about Okay, we all agree, Taylor. That's great. Caldwell's going to be there. We don't have to create drama that's not there. Ramon Santiago from Ryder. Oh, God. Santiago, good... Chile? San, San, so twice last year. Ramon Santiago is a great name. There's some good names in wrestling this year. Uh, Nick Souls are our boy. Coming in at number five. Mike Moreno you know? is number four. Moreno's, Moreno's actually going to wrestle Taylor at the All-Star Classic. Moreno's very tough. Uh, Steve Monk had a good year last year. He actually gave Dake a pretty good... Good intrigue? Pretty good match at uh, Las Vegas. Good intrigue in the in the, in the the lower you know, 10 to 15 range. Corey Mock and John Stoudenmire. Corey Mock, obviously the son of C.D. Mock, the right. head coach in North Carolina. Right. Transferred to Chattanooga, sat out last year. He's going to be wrestling for Chattanooga this year. He's got some big wins on his resume. I think he's new to 65. I think he was 57 last year, maybe 49 even the year before that. He's somebody to look out for. Um, who knows what he can do. He can go with the rankings. They're doing a good job in Chattanooga. Studenmeyer, Stoudenmeyer. Um, I think he's the funky kid that beat Solzer last year. or He beat somebody really good last year. And I yeah, you're remember. right. You're it was right. at 74 against Fauzi from Virginia. He bumped up or got a weird win. But he's, he did he's, get a big win last year. Talented guy. Obviously, Danny Zilberberg, whose father, I think, wrestled at Minnesota. Dan Zilberberg. Um, but I could be wrong. Um, yeah, so number five. Jackson Morse is tough. He's uh, he's like never really materialized kind of guys. Right. He, but you always, I feel like you always read about him giving big guys close matches. Like he right. gave Dave a really close match a couple years he ago. He can roll. So... He knows what Another he's year doing. with Chris Perry, maybe he maybe he makes some noise. Interesting. So yeah, let's call it let's call it David Taylor. Um, do you think Caldwell keeps it close? No, I don't. Yeah, I would agree. I think it, he's. I think I think now that I think the wrestling more often benefits Taylor, and I think that might be why Caldwell didn't wrestle in the All Star. I'm not calling you out. I'm just saying. Really? I think he wants the separation. I think he likes not having too many reps against him. That's probably a good point. Um, yeah, I, th- I think it's it's not going to get close. I feel like, I feel like, Although he he beat him pretty good last year. He can, I feel like Taylor is a Rubik's Cube guy. I feel like him and Kale both are Rubik's Cube guys. Problem solvers. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh, he did this last time? Well, watch. We got this, this option. We got this option. We're going to do this off this. You know, it wasn't necessarily that call. There's just stats. not a whole lot you can do. It. Like, you can play defense with him and, and try to keep it close. But unless you're Kyle Dake, you're going to get stalled out of the match. You can't roll with him, you know? You're not, no, you're not going to win that battle. You're not winning a funk Separate battle. Separate note, by the way. We talked about this in the showers recently. We were both showering together hmm. at the uh, <laughs> at I'm the gym. Sure, I'm sure I remember that. Not a group All shower. Right. Not a group shower. It was a single unit. Everybody had their own stall. We were talking about this. Uh, where do you put David Taylor? All time? In the international. No, no, internationally. Oh. What do you do with him? Because, you know, he is there. He is in the same weight class as Burroughs and Take. I mean, isn't it time that we just all sort of say what's up? Like... Yeah, whoever comes out from America at 74, which is going to be probably 75 kilograms, whoever comes out is going to be the world champion. He's going to be in the world finals. Yes. They're a world medalist for like almost guaranteed. Although it's not it's not out of the question that – I think I think if Burroughs loses, he loses domestically before he loses internationally. I, I totally agree. Because it will be a guy that faces him but it'd be like two, three, like four times that figures it out. Right. right. So maybe it's Dake. Maybe it's – okay, so – but even if it's – Taylor, Taylor uh-huh. then has to beat Dake. Right. You would have met. You would so, but he's six. I don't know. Call. Let me know how tall you are. But I think you're six two. Six three and a half. Go ahead. <laughs> you're a tall guy. So why is he not? Just I mean, just I mean, as soon as the season gets over, just protein powder, or even during the season, just trying to keep more weight on. Maybe after college, you know, after he's making sixty five all year. He's got 2014, 2015. Yeah, maybe okay. maybe he gives it maybe he gives seventy four a go or whatever it's going to be seventy five uh, this off season. If it doesn't work out from this off season, maybe he's like maybe then 
he takes a go at 85. Why doesn't he just go for it? I don't know. He likes competition. Maybe. I know, but I mean... I mean, if he's not if he's not big enough right now, it doesn't seem like he's cutting weight for it. So, twenty pounds is a lot of weight, and that's not something. You, I mean, I think if you wait a whole year to put on twenty pounds, yeah. Well, then he runs into what about what about Ed Ruth? Runs into Ed Ruth, his teammate, who didn't have a strong freestyle season. But you got to imagine with another year or two under his belt, he's gonna be he's gonna be tough to beat. So you got Dake or you got Ed Ruth? Who do you take? Dake or Ed Ruth? Who do you take on if you're him? Oh, well, I don't know. It depends where his head's at. Does he want to take on his teammate or does he want to try to take out Burrow? I mean, because it's, it's Burrow's really, and Dake. Burrow's and Dake. It's crazy, man. You're probably right. I'm just saying if I'm going to say, if I'm gonna say wrestling, I mean, like, if he, I'm pushing creatine across the table and being like, like let's yeah. eat some steaks. Yeah. Let's all get along. Well, then why not push Dake towards Greco? By the same token. I mean, now you're talking like what, what people are thinking, which is you're spreading the wealth. But again, here's the thing. We're, we're getting off topic on the international wrestling side, but you have to imagine. This is something I love, the fact I love telling. Did you know that nobody qualified a weight, every weight at the Olympics last year? No country. Not Russia, not America. Are we talking overall Greco Greco women, or? Greco freestyle women. Nobody qualified every weight. Where did Russia miss? Do you know? It was two weights. We missed it one. So we miss. We must have missed women's, or do we miss Greco? I think we missed Greco at like sixty kilos or something. But that's not the point. The point is that nobody. So you talk about saturation. Yeah, we have a lot of people backed up at this one weight class. Yeah. But so you're talking about few one fewer weight class, right? Oh, it's gonna be so backed up. Not everybody's gonna get to wrestle. It's terrible. But I think you're just gonna get a better product because. Nobody could fill all seven weights. No country filled all seven weights. You would imagine that the guy that does emerge is going to be right there. But it's also matchups. You know, it's matchup differences. So, like, where Burroughs is a really tough matchup for Sargush, it seemed like Taylor, even though he gave him a good match, he wasn't, you know, he didn't really give him as many problems as I mean, Burroughs would. We, I mean, we, Burroughs gives everyone problems. Obviously. We can't deny the fact that Burroughs is our best international option. He hasn't lost. Right. And if we were the Russians, we were not the so Russians. So, like, if Dake figures out a way to beat Burroughs tomorrow, it doesn't necessarily mean that he's figured out a way to beat the Russians. Right. Exactly. But it doesn't matter in our system. Even in the Russian system. Russians, if you lose, you don't go. So, I, I don't know. I mean, it's it's interesting. True, but, but I feel like that's the Russians why That's why the Russians, like, when this guy will, this, a, a guy like Mama Shabili will show up at the 88 Olympics and win the, win the Olympics. He might not have wrestled the year before. Who was the guy at, um... Who was the guy at uh, 84 kilograms a couple years ago, freestyle, or 96 kilograms in freestyle, 2004, he, he never wrestled, who's the, who's the legend, Gotslav, right? Gotslav, yeah. Gotslav didn't make the 2012 games, or 2008 games, or whichever it was. Well, all those guys lost. I mean, you look at... And he lost, and whoever won, I can't remember his name, went out there and won the Olympic title. Yeah, I don't know right now either. Um, I mean, they've got so many guys, just... So what I'm like saying is like America's, America's, America's had this before too, right? Stan Dizik, Lee Kemp, all there's like four or five. Dave Schultz. Dave Schultz and Ken all those, All those guys. Yeah. So our thing is we, we want all of our guys to win and be metal. But that's not the, that's not the reality. Like it's better to have like one weight class in which you know you're going to be in the finals. And then a guy like Taylor who's like the number three maybe and four. He's the guy who bumps up and around. But keep Dake there. Like I don't think he needs to – even if he's just there to push Burroughs. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. But the Greco, by the way, I'm not sure if this is public, but the Greco and Freestyle are going to be different. Their national championships are going to be separate this coming year. Oh, right. National tournaments. Hmm. So you can, yes. you can do both. Yep. You want to do. That's why. how it used to be in the past. Yeah. Because if... Uh, Dave Schultz, I think, was a couple-time Greco national champ. All those guys. I mean, a lot of those, not all those guys. But I can't remember who the last guy was. It was a heavyweight, right? Um, Big boy. He did both. Chris Carpenter? I don't know. Chris, whatever. That's beyond my... That's beyond, beyond my your knowledge. knowledge. Um, moving to 174, Andy Howe at number one. Andy Howe. Pocket, number two, Chris Perry. Now, that's interesting that we did that because obviously Howe's never won the title at 74. And Chris Perry is defending, but I think given the body of work, I think it's defensible. Sure. Especially uh, Andy Howe. 
Logan Sterling is ranked number one for a large portion of last year and how, it, albeit freestyle, took him out handily. Uh, I think he he took him down like six or seven times and it, it was never in doubt that he was going to win that match. Um, Andy Howe, Chris Perry, Matt Brown, who's wrestling Andy Howe at the All-Star Classic. Mm-hmm. That is an interesting match. You almost you almost wish that Howe and Taylor uh, bumped around a little bit. I mean, obviously they're pretty close in weight. That would have been an interesting scholastic match that we're not going to otherwise see. Yeah, it would have been fun to watch. Um, but Penn State's got a runner up there. Why not throw him at Andy Howe? Uh, Kokesh, who's always always in the mix. I mean, Bob, 74. Bob Kokesh. Bob, Bobby Kokesh. Bob Bob Kokesh, Logan Storley, Mike Evans, all those guys in the mix. It's actually a pretty fun weight class again, It's a huh? great weight. I mean, nobody Two, really... The yeah. old guys moved out, but nobody really graduated. Um, it's going to be... My boy Turtog needs to get things yeah. together. Tuk-tuk-tuk. But he's down there at 15 or so. You got... another Virginia. Yep. Lee Munster still hasn't happened. Number one recruit overall a couple years ago. Yep. Hasn't quite made it come I think he, he together. won Midlands, didn't he? He's got a Midlands title. Munster... Now, Bryce Hammond, that kid's nasty. I'm a big Bryce Hammond guy. I hope he has enough work there at Bakersfield to get to the next step. So we're both taking Hal or? Yeah, I, I could see it playing out differently, but I'm going to take Hal. Moving up to 184. Got a Mr. Ed Baby Ruth, number one. Loft House, number two. Shep Talk, number three from Maryland. Loader, number four, Northern Iowa, five. Jake Schwartz, Boise State. Really severe drop off after that. Severe. Although, Thomasette did give Ruth a, uh, a tight match in freestyle. Went down all over time and last. Thomasette's not boys. Beard's okay. Nate Brown, Fousey, that's fine. Vic Avery's not bad. But not the names that you would expect for this weight class. Mm-hmm. Kind of just not. Kenny Quartz. Kenny Quartz. Who knows what you get out of him? He's a big recruit. Yeah, but I'm just, okay. You know what I'm saying. I know what you're saying. Doesn't You're saying it's Ed Ruth's weight class to lose. I think Ed Ruth might have cleared some of that debris. Yeah. I mean, it, what is Lofthouse? Lofthouse, I guess, could give him a match. I don't think so. But it's just not. I think Shep talked about anything. Which one for? Who's going to give him the best match in the field? Jackson Hine of Wisconsin, duh. <laughs> I would say Thomas Just kidding, Set. Jackson. Thomas Set, just because of the freestyle. Thomas Pat Set. Downey, big freshman coming in. Along with, uh, along with Dustin Colley. But you look at the overall, Edward's just not, there's nobody, Shep Talk, I don't know, like he can scramble with him once, maybe twice. Yeah, I, I just don't see, I don't see it either. Match. Here's a good, uh, good point to ask. Who's the most dominant wrestler of the season? David Taylor. David Taylor over Ed Ruth? Yeah. I think David Taylor's going to have that more. You got Steber in there, who who may just destroy everyone. You got Mabel in there, Ed Ruth, David Taylor, obviously. I'm thinking David Taylor. David Taylor. Been there, done that. So that's your Hodge slash Intermat Wrestle of the Year. Yeah, he's my Intermat Wrestle of the Year. I don't even know what this other thing you talked about was. Hodge. <laughs> it's an old school award. I don't know um, do Moving on to 97, and what I think we all can agree is not exactly... It's the most open weight class. It's not the banner weight. It's, it's the, the most weight. open weight class in the tournament. Yes. I think 97 is a fun Absolutely. weight class. These are the these 90, guys are 97 big. is the weight. They're big, they're athletic, and they're fun to watch. Kevin Gatson, Kevin, 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 Gatson is awesome. Big fan. Morgan McIntosh, built low to the ground. It's like a manhole cover. Yep. Can't knock him over. Travis Rutt. Travis Rutt is coming back American. huge. That's your national champion. That's my national Korea, champion right? pick. You know why it's my national champion pick? One name, two words. Mark Cody? Josh, Josh Glenn. As oh, a result. Is he at Oklahoma there? No, but the point is that Mark Cody gets his hands on you as a big boy. I don't know. If you have any amount of talent, he's going to extract it and see push it. Uh, Rochelle's coming back. They'll have some good matchups this year at Bedlam. Uh, Taylor Meeks is a stud. I... I'm going to pick from my national champ. I'm going to say Morgan McIntosh. Morgan McIntosh? Yeah. So that means that they won 65, 74, 84, 97. They can run the table. They're not winning 74, I don't think, but they can definitely go 65, 84, 97. Yeah. 
I think it's his first of three. Number 20, Connor Hartman is actually pretty good, the Duke kid. We saw him wrestle at ACC's. We were, I was really impressed. Braden Atwood. Don't, Braden Atwood. don't sleep on Hold Braden on a second. Atwood. This is where we're all clear. He was, he was stuck. He was stuck. Uh, I think there's a video running around somewhere. We could post that. Yeah, we could post it. He was stuck. Mario Gonzalez. Is that the All-American from a couple years ago? I believe Big Ten champ. Big Ten champ. I believe Christian Boley. I don't want to fall Nathan into Durak from Iowa. severely athletic. I know it's kind of a short term, short hand. But who, who's, your, who's your pick? 97. I'm yeah. going Morgan McIntosh. Morgan McIntosh, Travis Rudd. Can't believe it. And then I think I, he can't be Travis Rudd. I just put $100 on him. Please don't screw that. Morgan McIntosh wrestled Kilgore in the offseason. He, he was up big and ended up getting stuck, but. I think by the time he's in uh, late season form, I think he I think he pulls it out. Although Scott Schiller, Scott Schiller's a stud as well. So let's, I, I, I'm just going to say this. We're gonna, I'm, I'm not going to back off this. Go ahead. But this is the best heavyweight class. The most exciting heavyweight class I've seen, I think I've ever seen. Is that real? I'm that more real excited. Statement? I am more excited for this heavyweight class than I've been for any I think heavyweight it was, class. I think last year was better, possibly. That's ridiculous. I think last year you had Gelagayev. Dave Marsden. Marsden beat Gelagayev until... Or Marsden filled in for Gelagayev when he got and hurt. And the kid from uh, Missouri that was top seed that lost. Bradley. Uh, Bradley's big and he didn't do much. It's a good Mike fight. McMullen wrestles. <laughs> McMullen is a goer. He wrestles. Tony Nelson's big, but he kind of gets there a little bit. Nick... I'm not even going to do it. Gwizdowski? Gwizdowski. All American took a redshirt year at North oh, Carolina State. That's right, he's coming back. He is a he is he's a wrestler. A he he's goes. Bobby Telford knows how to, he knows how to do it. He's been there. JT Felix, that kid's like twenty nine, but he's he's there. Connor Medberry, good wrestler. Skip down, skip down. But look at the name. These are the ones you need to look at. Jimmy Lawson, Jimmy Lawson Austin Marsden, and Joe Joe Stolfi again. Stolfi, whatever he wrestles. So what do you have? Is a lot of guys who are but, this guy wrestles. He wrestles. <laughs> he gets after. But you also have a almost a lock to win, in my in my opinion. Yeah, he hasn't really been challenged, but I like hasn't him. been challenged. I do think that Jimmy Lawson, with another year under Charles, is going to be he's going to be very good this year. I, I, he's not going to win it, but he's going to be he's going to be very tough to beat. Jimmy Lawson. Jimmy Lawson. Of course. I took Nelson. Jimmy Lawson from. I'm sure New Jersey. Region 6. Write it down. Uh, you do whatever you want. Um, but yeah, I'll take, I'll take Nelson. Yeah, so we agree This there. is what? Third? This is third. Just quietly a three-time NCAA champion. If all goes well. That's what they do. Minnesota creates... Out of the last ten years, Minnesota's got to have... Six. Six. Right? Yeah. Why did I think it was... Oh, because Brock Lesnar was in there. But I guess Cole years. Conrad only got two, right? Oh, whatever. They're very good at heavyweight. They currently have <laughs> they've got four. They've got, a very, they've got a very good track record. <laughs> they've won some matches. Um, looking at the team race, I have Penn State, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. And the reason I did that, and now I'll put them in the hundreds, is because I think they're going to be pretty... In Oklahoma, you're going to have just as many Oklahoma State fans as you're going to have Oklahoma. I know it favors Oklahoma State. more. But you could – it's going to be – in my mind, it's going to be even-even. So Oklahoma gets on a run, which they're obviously capable of doing. They have so many points of fire, contact, guys that can bring everybody else along. That's that's your team. That's – in my opinion, that's your team. I know they – in our rankings, the way we do our system is awesome. And it shows Oklahoma and Oklahoma State tied. With 70 points, Iowa's away up there at 99. I'm not saying Iowa's going to underperform. I'm a big believer in the Brands Brothers. I just think that... I feel like Iowa's in a similar spot from last year where they got... They've got their guys. You know, they got St. John, who's going to be... Yeah. He's going to be up, up there somewhere. St. John's um, But Rainbows. then they got some question marks. Like, you think... You think you know who Corey Clark is, but maybe we don't. Maybe And then maybe also Lofthouse. He's, right now he's projecting as a national finalist. Yeah. But that's not, I, I cannot see that. That's tough. Nothing against him, but I can't see him making the final. Bobby Telford. He's maybe an All-American. Maybe not. Yep. Corey Clark. Burak is big. Burak. Go one way or the other. So that, um, that team's got more question marks. Mike Evans. 
You know, he's he's anywhere from champ to not placing. Yeah, he could two and Q. So, no, I don't think he could. But um, Minnesota is going to be tough, obviously. Yeah, I'm never. I've never been the Minnesota guy. We have, we're, you know, Andrew Hibbs loves it? Minnesota. Is, uh, the Bear Jew gone? No, he's got another year, right? Steinhaus? Yeah, certainly not ranked. Is he redshirt or something? I don't know. I don't think he's done. <laughs> you you sound like someone who's really upset if he is. Because <laughs> that's that's your national finalist if he's around. Yeah. Well, if he's graduated, that might, that might be a glitch. Maybe. I don't think it is. Maybe he's redshirt. He's a redshirt or he's done. Let's Ruth leave. Let's Ruth get his last one and top he lets next him. year. <laughs> <laughs> hey Ed, you take this one. Ed, go ahead. Go ahead and take this one. I'll get the next one. Good stuff. Wow. So we're gonna. I think we should cut that off there. What do you think? Cut yeah. that off. We'll bring it back in a couple talk, days. Why don't we do? Uh, should we get the one All Star matchup? Let's do, do one All Star matchup because we have a couple of days until that starts. Right? We have a, three weeks. So let's do one one matchup that we like. Should we go? Should we come hard out of the gates with Steve or Maple, or should we save it? No, Steve or Maple. Yeah, we gotta keep him one more. True. That's why. Uh, you're, that's why you're making the big bucks behind this thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's look at the matchups. We got right. nah. All right, our matchups. Everybody knows this. These are just tentative. Nothing has been confirmed. Confirmed on everything. You have Gerard Patterson and Nashon Garrett at 25. AJ Shop and Mason Beckman at 33. 41. You have Ramos and Carter. 49. Steve or Maple. My God. 57. Derek St. John and Nestor Taffer, who I know you guys are wondering why someone that low took it. They offered it to him because it's exciting. And because Boston needs all the publicity help we can get. 65, David Taylor versus Mike Moreno. 74, Penn State's Matt, you're the man, Brown versus Andrew Howe. Ed Ruth, Penn State versus Jimmy Sheptock. And then finishing out, Taylor Meeks versus Scott Schiller. And Tony Nelson versus Mikey Muscles and Glasses. I believe that's the, that's the only rematch from last year. Right. So let's we're going to go random style. No, let's start at 25. Pick it out of a hat. Let's start twenty five. Let's, let's save twenty five. Let's go to let's give them let's give them something. We don't want to give them everything, but let's give. How about forty one? Forty one's a Ramos Carter. Yeah, strong out of the gates. Okay, Ramos Carter. <sighs> I'm ready. Um, rematch of Midlands two years ago. We were both there. We were. Brandon, Brandon Atwood was also there. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's Braden. Well, whatever. Um, you could dodge a bullet. Ramos is moving up. So we already talked about how big Devin Carter is. Ramos is moving up to wrestle a beefed up 141 Devin Carter. Um, Who knows? I mean, obviously he's not going to have to weigh in at 33 and wrestle 41, but still probably getting up some size. And he's got a loss against him. I'm going to go Devin Carter. He's the favorite. Minus a point and a half. How's that grab Point and a half makes me want to bet. <laughs> I mean, that's what it wants me to do. I can't see that thing. I think I think Devin Carter's going to come lights out this year. I think the only guy that's going to stop him is your boy, Steber. So I think I'll take I'll take Ramos. You taking Ramos? I think Ramos can can get inside. Well, we'll find out. I guess. I don't think he's going to wear him out. I don't think he can wear him out giving up that kind of weight. I think that's his. That's his. I think. I, I think Devin Carter is better. I see better it being okay. Fine. I see it being six to four with thirty seconds left. Stall call. Carter hitting cruise control and Ray was getting the friendly stall call. The backdoor cover. It is in Virginia though. Hometown kid. I don't well, think they give George him. Mason. It's still Virginia. Um. Christiansburg, so yeah, that's I'm, Christiansburg I'm and Northern Virginia are in the same state, but they are not in the same state. Those are two places that are worlds apart. You're gonna have some fans there from Tech, from Virginia Tech. So we'll see. But I love gonna, it though. I'm gonna call it Carter minus one and a half. Yeah, I'm gonna take Ramos. We'll do ten dollars each on this. All right. Sounds good. I like that bet line though. It's the first one. I gotta open it up strong. Get open up strong. We should do we should do stories from the Save Olympic Wrestling campaign 
next week. Maybe we'll do a second podcast. We'll we'll turn it around quicker. You know, but I don't want to. I don't want to get everybody too excited. I don't want to download too much stuff on people's heads right now. You know, we're Good back. Thing. You know, season two. We're back. Mm-hmm. We don't want to. We don't want to overload right now. Yeah, yeah. No, we're doing this. The first Let's hope this recorded. Number one. Oh my God, that's true. Because I do not want to spend another hour with you. <laughs> <laughs> They're eating dinner here. I, I don't want to spend another hour working. Brussels sprouts and bacon, kids. It's a great little combo dish. If you want to keep your greens, but also eat your meat and homeland. And Homeland. Don't tell us what happened. Homeland, dinner. It's really a nice little night we got planned. Tacos. It's a fun little Monday. Fun little Monday. So that's it for us in the podcast. We'll be uh, back at you probably here pretty quick. Maybe by the end of the week. Maybe next week with episode two. As always, feel free to send in any uh, questions. If you send them to my email, we can definitely address them on the podcast in addition to the mailbag type of stuff. And then Mira will be posting some article before the all-star classic with the uh with some lines if you guys want them we'll, we'll at least recover what we did in the in the podcast so uh brian high five high five and uh we will see you guys later i've never seen a diamond in the flesh i cut my teeth on wedding rings in the And I'm not proud of my address In a torn up town No postcode envy But every song's like gold teeth Grey goose tripping in the bathroom Bloodstains, ball gowns, trash in the hotel room We don't care We're driving Cadillacs in our dreams But everybody's like crystal Maybach Diamonds on your timepiece Jet planes, islands, tigers on a gold We don't care We aren't caught up in your love affair And we'll never be royals It's a one in our blood That kind of looks just ain't for us We crave a different kind of buzz Let me be your ruler Friends in the eye, we've cracked the code. We count our dollars on the train to the party, and everyone who knows us knows that we're fine with this. We didn't come for money, but every song's like gold teeth, gray goose dripping in the bathroom, blood stains, ball gowns, trash in the hotel room. Driving Cadillacs in our dreams But everybody's like crystal Maybach, diamonds on your timepiece Jet planes, islands, tigers on a gold leash We don't care We aren't caught up in your love affair And we'll never be royals It's a one in our blood That kind of looks just ain't for us We crave a different kind of buzz Let me be your ruler Crave a different kind of buzz Let me be